what's up it's your pal when she gets thought a kiss and this is the bar is low every episode we take a look at a fan fiction or a collection of fan fictions and these can be either good bad or in between but mostly they're bad so the first thing i want to do is make this exceedingly clear Yes, I know that How to Train Your Dragon is not a Disney Pixar movie, but I'm not going to start a new series called Creamworks or something so I can review other beloved animated children's movies. Just because it's from a different studio, yeah, I'm not going to create a new series for it. The style of this episode is very much going to follow that of the other Dixar series, so I say fuck it, it's Dixar, don't message me about this, thank you. Let's get to the actual intro. Usually, I like to ease you into things with some not-so-fucked-up stories before we get to the fucked-up shit, but I can't do that today, because this is going to be entirely godless depravity. The Pixar movies on the series haven't tended to have a shit ton of porn for them, but oh boy, this one sure did. This is firmly in place for the most fucked up dicks our episode. Like, not by a ton, but it's still an easy call. We're gonna start fucked up, we're gonna end fucked up, and it won't let up. Incest, bestiality, rape, orgies, fetishism, just about everything gets covered here, and you've been warned this episode is relentless. So our first two fics will come from the same author. This individual did the Kinktober 2018 challenge, and guess what? They did it! They did the whole damn thing! They wrote a fic for every damn day in that month. Except Halloween, I guess. For some reason, that was exempt, I think. Just judging from what the AN said. But that's 30 fics of orgies and motherfucking and lactation fetishes or what have you. I only selected a few fics from this series, but by god, there were just so many to choose from, and I'm obviously not gonna read all of them. So hopefully I picked out the best ones just based on the descriptions and pairings. So let's begin, shall we? So here your boy Hiccup. He's gonna be chief. And what does he want as his reward for becoming chief? Ascending to the village throne? He wants his mom. See, I told you this was gonna get fucked up right away. And uh, yeah, this person's OTP is Hiccup and his mother, which, uh, ooh, yikes. Uh, just, uh, yeah, why? So the reasoning on the surface of this is that he's protecting her from having to get remarried. But the village is like, hey, yo, uh, if you're gonna marry her, you have to fuck her. And he's like, well, that's not a problem. So that's not all there is to it, because it gets you right into the porn, providing exposition simultaneously, but guess what, Astrid's also there, because fuck you. He's fucking his mom, and while she's like, keeping her hand clamped over Valka's mouth so she doesn't scream too loud or something? So yeah, he nuts in his mom, then he's like, I gotta fuck the wife now. Oh my god, he calls Astrid my lady. I'm- I fucking died. And. There's most certainly a pregnancy fetish going on here. Fortunately, it's Astrid who's pregnant, not his fucking mom. Not yet, anyway. More on that later. There's, like, actually a lot of, like, pregnancy and breeding fetishism in this episode. I didn't go and seek it out to make this episode more thematic. It just happened. Even the ones that weren't tagged with it had it in there anyways. Every fic on this episode includes it in some capacity, so... Yeah, this person did warn me, however, so props for that, I guess, but, like, tag your shit. It's fun to go into a fic and be surprised by the unknown insanity that lies in wait, but, like, also, just tag your shit. 
So like Hiccup's really into it and he can't do full penetrations when she's just so far along. So he just eats her so pussy and that's over. Apparently Hiccup does in fact have to prove that he will fuck his mom in front of everyone the whole goddamn village watching them bone and they're like not like we've never done this before uh, yeah we're not nervous and indeed he fucks his mom in front of everyone and he says some shit i'm gonna read you some quotes i wish i could put a baby in you i'd love to know you walk around full of me in front of everyone constantly and she's literally like hiccup don't and he says, I'm gonna fuck you so many times, you won't feel whole without me inside you. That's, uh, that's, uh, sure some dirty shit right there. And he is like, oh, where did that come from? <laughs> that just came out of my mouth, what the fuck? Like, Astrid's pretty minimally involved in this. She's just watching along with everyone else. Uh, yeah, what, what the whole, the whole village is here? They have to watch? Why couldn't a few people watch if they really just had to prove it? So they finish fucking and uh, in front of everyone and he's like, I can't wait to fuck you and the wife when we get home together, you know? But that's not all because the next fic, man, man, it just, just takes this up a notch. Oh, I wish y'all could have seen my face when my darkest fears were confirmed. Fire Nation family ain't even this fucked up and we have a running series on the podcast dedicated to them all screwing each other. They didn't get this far in the two and a half hours of me talking about that, but no, I look up how to train your dragon porn for this series and it takes all of five minutes to find shit like this. Remember in the last fic when Hiccup said he wanted to get his mom pregnant? Well, he did because fuck you. Believe me, this is only the beginning of the fuckery that goes down in this episode. They are in a consensual relationship, and they're all like, we love each other in this wildly sexual way, even though we're mother and son, we don't give a fuck. So, like, at least he hasn't chained her up in a basement somewhere, so, like, that's, uh, the bar's low, guys. So, Hiccup is, like, more into having a child with her for the fetish of it all than he is excited to be a father, but, like, really, what do you expect from this episode? And he's just been hornier lately because of it. So, yeah, they go, oh, fuck. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. When they start fucking, he gets at her titties, and I thought this was just going to be some foreplay, but no, it isn't. He is drinking her breast milk. I... <laughs> he promises to stop after she gives birth, but she started lactating pretty early. So be damned if he's not going to take advantage of it. And this bitch be like, yep, my son's sucking my titties. It's just like in the old days. Except this time, I get off to it. And he still calls her mom. That feel when your child is also your sibling. Like, she sucks his dick and he's saying like, oh, fuck yeah, mom. And she's like, watch your language, son. Oh, God. And they get some titty fucking before she starts riding him. Oh, my God. It says they had sex almost every day. Wow. And he's like still sucking her titty when he nuts in her. And then they all like intimacy after sex. That just means that I worked that fetish because, oh, yeah, I can feel the fetus kicking. That's sexy. And the author includes this with the A.N. Aw, oh, these guys make my heart happy. I wrote this to cheer me up on a sad day and it did the trick for me. So hopefully, it also makes someone else happy too. Is this, is this your idea of fluff? Because this is the sort of A.N. that would be attached to fluff, not fucking Oedipus over here. The cognitive dissonance going on for me right now. <laughs> what the fuck? This is not the sort of A.N. that belongs at the end of a work like this. 
we're gonna change gears a little bit. New author, new theme. In this fic, poor Hiccup gets kidnapped and yeah, raped, because that's how it be sometimes. And when there's more to it than that, I assure you, this is just gonna get more fucked up as we go. So your boy here has been taken prisoner by the resident evil overlord Draco, because in this version of events he wins the war and he wants a little trophy. So Hiccup wakes up behind some metal bars and Draco comes in not long after and he's like, sup bitch, wondering why I didn't kill you? I thought I'd make you my wife. And Hiccup's like, but I'm like not a woman. And Draco's like, do I look like I give a fuck? I'm going to tame you. I'm going to break you. So he tries to talk back and Drago threatens him with instead taking Astrid as his wife if he refuses to comply. And Hiccup's like, oh hell no, there have already been too many abomination babies spawned in this episode and we're only on the third fic. And yeah, he's kind of going to be queen in a way. The servants and slaves kind of treat him like that, but not in a fun way. So this poor kid gets washed up and put in some slutty outfit or another and Drago comes to fuck him. Predictably, there's a blowjob scene and we're like a mouth fucking scene, let's be real, because he's just taking his time, sweet time, putting off the inevitable task of sucking that D. He's like, oh my god, your dick smells nasty and holy fuck, it tastes even worse. Do you wash this thing? So that deep throwing shit goes down and oh my god they're like oh those hairy ass pubes be going up his nose and it says he feels like his jaw's gonna break off that must be one big dick so you know when one comes way down in your throat and you have a gag reflex you just you can cough it up right and this motherfucker makes him lick it off the ground and then he throws him on the bed and then they go all the way as they say and first he's like entertain me wench and here at this point this one is showing signs of being one of those fics where the victim eventually gets into it because it does take hiccups some time to get hurt but he's like i'm getting off to someone watching me masturbate what the fuck then he gets fucked brutally and without lube and his ass bleeds that's how things go, I guess. And he's like, my ass is being torn to shreds. How about that? And he screams on Drago's command and just about blacks out when they're finished. Goddamn. Also, uh, fuck, they use the S word. Don't use the S word, guys. Don't use it. So I've been finding Dandy just pretty typical. I'm taking you as my sex slave type bullshit. But whoo, things are gonna pick up. They're gonna get a little scarier. So first we get like kind of an overview of what his life is like now. He's fucking Drago like every other day. And oh my god, here's some ugh, ugh, some quotes that are said. Each time Drago filled his stomach with his putrid S word, he would taunt him with saying how he wished he could get him pregnant. Stop using the S word. Cum doesn't go to your stomach, it would go to your rectum. But I, some motherfucker in the comments was like, will you write some mpreg of this? And I get why they said that now, cause they set it up for that. But like, why y'all like this? Like there's still very much a fetish going on here and it's the least fetishy fic on the episode. It also says that, ugh, Drigo gets off to come not leaking out of Hiccup's ass. Like he makes them hold it inside of him. So, oh, here's a quote, gross. So he would become full of Draco's offspring. Uh, why people gotta say shit like this? Why people gotta say shit like this, man? I don't get it. So now it's time for a surprise, cause well, fuck you, that's why. Poor goddamn hiccup, the fucking poor kid, cause uh, Draco tells him that he's got like some special plan for him. Even though he's terrified, he's like also, 
I know, I got some Stockholm Syndrome going for me, and, and they actually do use those words, Stockholm Syndrome, acknowledging that it's unhealthy and fucked up and totally fucking depraved, even though he's kind of selling into it, starting to hate it less. He's like, I got Stockholm Syndrome a little bit, but yeah, I can't deny that. I'm excited a little, just, just a little excited, just a little excited. <laughs> So Drago says he's gonna take him to see an old friend, and he's thinking, hey, maybe it's Astrid. But he gets to the tower, and it's Toothless. And Toothless, well, he's acting a little strange, and Hiccup's thinking, well, Drago wouldn't want him to kill me. That wouldn't make any sense. But then it dawns on him. You know there wouldn't be a point to doing How to Train Your Dragon if we only talked about human sex, right? So, here we go, kids. Here we fucking go. So, poor Toothless is being mind-controlled in one way or another. He's probably just drugged the fuck up, and he's in the mood for some sex. Starts out, off that bad. Toothless is just kind of licking him. I mean, his dick specifically, but nothing rough, nothing too invasive. But, oh boy, it's time for that anal penetration. And as you might imagine, dragon cock is way bigger than a human dick, so you are tearing me apart, Lisa. This dick is so big that it noticeably makes the bulge in his stomach when he puts it in. Is this even possible? Can a human anus accommodate that much penis? <sighs> well, porn like this is made to explore the impossible. So Hiccup eventually starts getting into it just a little bit, just to get through it. He tries to find some sort of pleasure amidst all the agony, and he just holds on to it get through things. So he passes out and he thinks he's dying, but sadly for him, he wakes up and he's like, yeah, I guess this is my life now. And that's how it ends. <sighs> I can see the author continuing this with some impreg bullshit, but I don't think they've been online for a while. So probably not, thankfully. That escalated. That sure escalated. Now, this is another uh, one with Toothless, but a little bit different, and you'll see why shortly. So, I saw the tags and the summary on this, and I figured that I had a good idea of what I was getting into this time. But it didn't tell me of the quality of the writing within. This is written in first person, which is immediately off-putting. Man, just use their names, especially if you're going to be alternating perspectives between Toothless and Hiccup. Like, it gets a little bit confusing. So everything about this seems rushed. The setup is super quick, like, hey, I don't know what Toothless is. Esther, do you know what Toothless is? No, I don't. I guess I'll go look for him. And then, well, off in the forest, Hiccup instead finds a boy who just, he ain't in good shape, so he takes him back to the village. And the narration is like, I didn't see him. And then I saw him. And the way this part is worded makes it sound like he knows it's Toothless, but he actually doesn't figure that out till later, so that was also kind of confusing and I, I don't know. So this kid has passed out for a few days and Hiccup is so drawn to him for some reason and barely leaves his bedside. So Toothless wakes up on day four finally by sitting up in bed and screaming like does anyone actually do that or is that just a dramatic device people use in movies? And they look into each other's eyes and he's like Hiccup baby don't you recognize me? He's like wait no it can't be. Don't deny it. You know it in your soul. I was like, what the fuck happened? Hell, I don't know. 
oh, okay, I guess I won't press you on that. And then we get Toothless's point of view, and he's thinking, oh, shit, I gotta tell him that Astrid tried to kill me because she was real jealous that I was spending more time with him than she was. And basically, since Night Furies are the only dragons with magic, turning into a human and teleporting away was just somehow conducive to him surviving this attack. Don't get why he didn't just teleport? Stupid excuse, but they use it to get the vague semblance of a actual plot going. So this is real stupid. This part where they actually run into Astrid and Toothless is like, hey, I'm Toothless. And she's just like, okay, strange name. And seems to draw no conclusions from this. Which is weird because she wants him dead. That just shows how fucking oblivious she is and also how dumb he is for introducing himself like that. Like, use a fake name at least. So then Toothless goes to talk to Stormfoy, Astrid's dragon, to make sure he knows what's up with Astrid. And then he plans to stay human for a bit, do some of the things he could never do while a dragon. And Stormfoy is like, ah, I see, you're going to fuck your rider. And then even though Hiccup is standing like right there the whole time, they're speaking dragonese? So he doesn't know that, uh, which I don't know, would you be capable of speaking dragonese while in human form? I feel like vocal cords of a human and a dragon would be vastly different and you cannot produce the same sounds. So these two go on a walk and you gotta get that sexual tension build in some way. So Toothless rips off his shirt, revealing his glistening six pack. And he's like, I'm going for a swim, care to join me? And Hiccup's like, oh, what's going on? And Toothless says that he wants to camp out on the beach like the old days. And they don't do it that night, but they do it later because it's mating season, bitch. And they need to get away from the dragons. We're all gonna be fucking and making lots of weird noise and shit. One thing Toothless says is that the riders of the dragons who are mating will feel increased attraction towards one another. Don't know how that works, but it seems like a lame excuse to drive certain characters together. So once they get to the cove, Toothless is like, so it's a uh, mating season and all, you know, I think I'd like you to ride me in another way if you know what I mean. And he kisses him and Hiccup's like, whoa, okay, I'm into this actually. And then they go all the way. First off, you need lube for anal sex. There is no lube. Also, why is Toothless so confident with human anatomy? Do I want to know why? <laughs> And also, Hiccup has no qualms about cheating on his girlfriend. I was gonna say, I don't know, maybe they have an open relationship thing going, but Astrid is so jealous that she tried to kill his pet dragon, so I really doubt it. And the mating season lasts however long it takes to knock a bitch up. And preg, because magic, that's why. So Toothless starts accidentally revealing what happened in those woods to him and that he had to turn human or die. And Hiccup's like, so someone tried to kill you, honey. He's just like, shh, don't worry about it. And the next day he does slip up like a dumbass, just because sometimes you really just need someone to slip up so you can drive the plot along because there's no better way to do it, I guess. He does slip up and say that it was Astrid who tried to kill him and basically uh, Hook Fang and Stormflame made it. So that means that Astrid and Snotlaw were basically forced, to use the author's words, basically forced to be together, and then Toothless thought that was sufficient punishment for her? Not really sure what's going on here or why that's necessary. That means some real fucky shit with humans and that they have mating seasons too, I guess. I guess Hiccup should already know about this shit, but I don't know why he doesn't. Uh, so I guess the whole way the village reproduces now is all fucked up. So we suddenly skip nine months ahead. 
and the fix suddenly becomes about fish legs, rough nut, and tough nut, and that various people are going into labor at the same time, and also fish legs is lost at sea. Okay, that came high-key out of nowhere. And then it suddenly cuts to 14 years ahead and starts talking about Hiccup's three kids? They call him mom, which I don't know how I feel about. And apparently Astra never atoned for her crimes. They were just like, yeah, you can have a normal life, even though you tried to kill this guy. She didn't try to kill him again, I guess. Even though he's so much more vulnerable as a human, and she should be extra jealous of him now. Don't understand that. Or does the mating magic screw with her mind and now she's in love with Snotloud? Who knows? And all the next generation's dragons are named after Harry Potter characters, because I guess that exists in their universe, or it's just a coincidence, perhaps. So this fic does have two sequels that are basically just kid fic, and I'm not covering them. On all this didn't make a lot of sense. There wasn't a whole lot of logic to it, even if you suspend your disbelief when it comes to the magic part of it. The forced mating between dragon riders was confusing and, well, forced. The pacing was kind of fucked up in the last two chapters were just like okay this is about something totally different now i get that the last chapter was supposed to be kind of like an epilogue and it works like that but the second the last chapter just made no sense at all in relation to everything else that happened all right let's get to our last two selections which i think they're pretty much tied for insanity so consider these the finale so this like is very much rape porn and it's totally fucked up but at the same time the author is self-aware which i appreciate and here's some lines from the an at the beginning of chapter two i'm back with another chapter that will surely save my spot in hell and i like to respond to comments and when writing this chapter i only got three which is good no one should ever read this which me though and the last one someone asked if i like to fuck horses the answer is no that's disgusting now onto the story of a dragon fucking a girl so it's mating season again and toothless has no to quote sweet dragon pussy to fuck but because he's a reverse furry i suppose he decides that he will fuck astrid whether she wants it or not so this motherfucker creeps up on her while she's sleeping now, not many fics are very specific about penis size, but here we will be reminded time and time again that Toothless's dick is 12 inches. He starts rubbing against her, and eventually she wakes up, and naturally she's panicking, cause you know, uh, you don't want a dragon rummage its genitals on you, that'd be really scary. And oh boy, does this motherfucker have a lot of sexual frustration to take out. We start with some face-sitting and mouth-fucking in which his balls hit her face every time he thrusts and yeah, eventually nuts in her mouth. And let's talk about some phrasing and word choice. You know how much I love that. They use fleshy mounds to describe boobs. <laughs> and then it says, a bare pussy and a tight asshole stared back at him. Stared. <laughs> they stared back at him. <laughs> Are her holes like two eyes? Like... Is it just supposed to invoke a sense of judgment? This makes no sense. And repeatedly they'll spell buried like B-E-R-R-I-E-D, like the fruit, instead of buried, like buried alive, you know, like it's supposed to be spelled here. So then he fucks her virgin pussy with, did I mention his 12 inch penis, very relentlessly, and he does not let up after he comes once. He comes 15 entire ass times, or at least that's about 15 spurts of cum, then he nuts all over the rest of her body, because you know, that's, yeah, he just gotta do it. Then he decides, well, 
house yeah and they were fucking in a house don't know how that worked he's like he's a big dude right could he even fit in a house a house is too small right so they go fuck in the woods and now there's only one hole that he hasn't fucked yet and that's her ass getting fucked with a foot-long dick with no lube does not sound fun but she accepts her fate as his pre-cum starts acting as lube and she starts to ask for it when you, there's a fake about someone clearly being raped and they hate it and they eventually get into it i always find that in bad taste but this author does seem self-aware enough to know that so they get a bit of a pass i'll excuse them i guess so astrid's finally getting some pleasure on her end and when she comes there's this goddamn quote and it's about how she squirts and oh my god it says spraying her juices into the night <laughs> Oh man, this is a god tier quote. This is the best thing since that one author compared Katara's pussy to the gates of hell in episode 36. The into the night part is really what does it for me. Like all of it's great, but into the night, like that was so unnecessary. I love this quote. It's, it's fucking great. But she's giving it now, and they're both still horny as fuck, so she's like licking his asshole's balls, giving the handy, and then rides him straight into hell. It also refers to Astrid's pussy as his dick's new home. Rip in peace. <laughs> and now, this is the second time in which Toothless wishes that he could get humans pregnant, because there hasn't been enough pregnancy fetishism in this episode, and don't worry, there's even more after this fic, too. And indeed, he does knock her up somehow. I don't fuck, who knows. This is starting to feel like the second Pokophilia episode, where I chose shit about specifically breeding kings, but I don't know how this happened, honestly. I, like, I'm not even seeking this shit out just keep showing up even when it's not tagged so time skip they get voted out of town and they now live in a, i guess a cave somewhere alone basically astrid has given up her personal identity to become a dragon whore and get fucked and bred she refers to herself as their fuck toy the narration refers to her as their fuck toy that's her life now so she has somehow birthed three male Might Furies, which I don't know, man. I don't know how that works. Like, I thought it was pretty common knowledge, obviously, and dragons don't exist, but that they're reptiles and they would therefore lay eggs. And wouldn't the offspring be too big for her to carry, especially because there are three of them? But there's no such thing as too big with this sort of fic. In fact, the bigger the better. Impossibly large. That is what it's all about. And also, yeah, her tits got bigger too. Gotta talk about that. The dragons drink her breast milk, which just really gets her off. Which, I mean, the reptiles, they don't drink milk from their mothers because their mothers don't make milk. But you gotta do it for that lactation kink. And so, yeah, we're gonna get incest in this, actually. We're we're gonna we're gonna get it so not only is she a horny slut for dragons but you know she also has to help repopulate the night fury so they're gonna fuck some more to make a female night fury and it says that this species matures early which sure if that's what you're gonna go for why not but like they're old enough to breed but they're still drinking her milk that's the striking juxtaposition if you ask me here's some shit she says come on boys come fuck mommy just to get them started and she like gets on her hands and knees and like wiggles her ass at them and they know what to do and she's like, oh fuck she says good boys mommy enjoyed you so much what the fuck and talking about her her son's come 
She says it's so delicious. So they fuck her. All three of those kids, one for each hole, and they're still young, so their dicks are a measly eight inches each. And that's not enough, because Toothless is now getting off, so they fuck all her holes while one of them drinks her breast milk. And there's also this part where she's grabbing her own tits and squirting. That is the word they use. They use the word squirting. Milk onto the ground, and then there's more rimming, and then it like basically ends. I'm having flashbacks to Zuzu's new changes, mate. The ironic thing is that even though I put that on incest episode, it didn't have any incest in it, and this did, so like, fuck my life. Episode 14, in case you're wondering. All I can say about this is just the shit people are into. Like, that's that's really all I have to say. So let's get to our last fic. Like I said, both this fic and the previous fic, they deserve to be the grand finale, so I couldn't choose one, so I'm going by the order the notes are in. So it's time for obligatory tentacle porn, yeah. So the squad discovers a new type of dragon, except it doesn't really look like a dragon. It looks like, quote, a pile of eels, or basically, let's not try to disguise it, it's a tentacle monster. So Hiccup goes up and kind of makes friends with it, and establishes that the Vikings are chill, and they can have a mutually beneficial relationship. But, as you might imagine, it grabs him and you know, starts slithering them tentacles all over him. And mind you, all his friends are watching this happen, and they ain't doing shit while he gets attacked by this thing. So, Hiccup's got a little secret in this fic, which is very convenient to the porn here. He's got both a penis and a vagina in this fic. Because, man, intersex people sure love it when they're your fetish, or otherwise help you cater to your fetish, because fuck you. And they also keep referring to him as a fuda. Isn't that just a porn term for a girl with a dick, not a you know, an intersex human. Also, if you call anyone a Fuda in real life, I'm legally allowed to come to your home and throw your computer out the window, just saying. So this dragon motherfucker's shoving tentacles everywhere, namely down his throat thus far, and it's releasing some pheromones to help get him in the mood, because that's something dragons do to make it more convenient for uh, everyone. And just making all of his friends horny too, because they're just sitting there enjoying the show, not helping him. I really think I have to read a quote, because there's just so much going on here. Too much for me to summarize and for you to get the full effect. So to preface this, this dragon's about to put its eggs in him. Oh, yeah, looks like I didn't mention that earlier. Well, that's what's gonna happen. You should have known that there was gonna be some sort of breeding kink in this by now. I will read this, okay. Hiccup's friends got a, a good look at what happens to a cunt when it had to stretch around a tentacle ferrying eggs the size of a baseball. Hiccup didn't even seem to be in pain. In fact, his face was a picture of pure sexual bliss as the eggs kept on coming. Hiccup's pretty pink pussy gushed with girl cum every time another egg pushed its way into his tight hole. The eggs made Hiccup's belly bulge obscenely until he looked pregnant with triplets. They all pressed against Hiccup's G-spot on the way to his womb and sent him into a wild seizure of sexual bliss. So many! Tilde! Hiccup cried out as he realized he'd only taken half of the eggs inside him. I'm gonna burst! Tilde! He wouldn't really. Hiccup had taken a lot more eggs than this before. The dragon sought him out as an incubator more often than not, so he had had a lot of practice in making his body adapt for such a large intrusion. Hiccup was such a good brood mother that the dragon was especially gentle with him as he laid him back down 
onto the forest floor. Hiccup was panting, drooling, and smiling dozily from the intense sex he had just had. His tiny tits heaved with his every breath, and Hiccup moaned on every exhale. Hiccup's belly was swollen with the dragon's young, and he placed his palm lightly on his taut skin. His cunt was gaping and drooling obscene amounts of girl cum as it tried to twitch closed. If one cared <laughs> to look inside Hiccup's whorish body, they need only glance between his legs. His pretty pink inner walls were glazed with dragon cum and spasming lightly with residual pleasure. Hiccup looks every inch the fucked out whore. I don't even know what to say. Like, I have a few comments, but other than that, I really don't know what to say. First of all, the till days. Why? Also, a uterus is not designed for sexual pleasure. And then just Hiccup's whorish body and how Pretty Pink and Girl Come were both used twice. I'm, I'm out of words. I'm really out of words to describe whatever emotion this made me feel. So, today we covered Reward by Heathen Vampires, Parental by Heathen Vampires, Mind by Alex Creature, Dragons, Mates, and Children by Musical Fangirl 00193, How to Fuck Your Viking by Scary underscore Shorts, and Mother of Dragons by Fuzzy Kitty 01. The Bar is Low is on Instagram. You can find us at The Bar is Low with an underscore in between each words. Follow us so you'll know what's coming up next. If you want to drop a reviewer rating on iTunes, that'd be real cool. I'm not going to beg you for five stars. Give me however many damn stars you think I deserve. As always, I'm your pal, Wenchikus Thoticus. This is the Bar's Low. Thank you for joining me, and that's all for today.